Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. I'll tell you what, big man. I'm going to try to pace myself. I'm trying to talk in hushed tones already, but you know, inside, internally, I am a pig and slop right now. I just saw, I don't know, double-digit hours worth of NFL draft coverage. It is a beautiful thing, but I'm trying to pace myself tonight. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm okay. How much of the NFL draft festivities did you take in? <sighs> I watched the first round... Um, most of the second round and uh-huh. then, you know, popped in and out. I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate the what, honesty. I, well, I would sit up here and lie and be like, I've watched every second, every, the draft doesn't mean <laughs> the same to me as it does to everybody else. Why does it differ for you? Because I was a seventh round draft pick. So for me, you know, the value of players and, you know, the first round, second round, all I mean, all of that, it, 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 I look at it differently because for me, you know, I know that just wherever you were drafted or predicted to be drafted has no bearing on what type of career you're going to have. Right. So I look at it completely different. Oh, hey, listen, I hear you on that. I think there's far too much. I'll take, uh, how about Alex Leatherwood? This is a good place to go for a second. I didn't know there's going to be the first name from the draft uttered, but here we are. You know, from Alabama, he mm-hmm. went a lot higher than expected. And guess who took him? The Raiders. Every year, they do the same exact thing. But to your point, I think there's 
an overreaction if a guy goes sooner than expected because we've looked at mock drafts for the last two months or whatever. It's like, what are they doing? This guy's going to stink. I remember when the Cowboys drafted Travis Frederick. I believe he was the 31st overall pick. And I'll never forget Mel Kuyper Jr. saying, I had a third-round grade on the guy. What are they doing? And Travis F- Frederick was a very good center for the Cowboys. And, uh, yeah, all pro, of course. Yeah, had to retire early, but he was a very good player. So I, I just think that we're so beholden to the expectations. If a guy goes later than expected, it's like, oh, my gosh, Owusu Koromoa, all pro. Maybe a 10-time all pro first 10 seasons, you know? It doesn't always work that way. No, so I, you know, I, I don't really get caught up in the, oh, he was projected to go higher, he was projected to go later, yeah. or, you know, everybody's highlights look like they're supposed to be first round draft picks. That's the one thing you get when you start watching, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth round draft picks, and they show their highlights. You're like, man, this kid should have been drafted higher, because it's a highlight. Everybody looks good on highlights, except for Mac Jones. I swear, they only played his lowlights. Well, they <laughs> were a- they were really trying to explain. <laughs> What happens when that, you know, pro-style offensive line broke down? He was useless. So you have to equate that. If you go to a team with a poor offensive line in the pros, you're not going to do well. I don't care how well you know the playbook and how fast you pick it up. If you can't get yourself as a quarterback out of harm's way when things don't go right, then it's going to affect your ability to stay on the field and be productive while you're on it. Hey, I hear you. I just think that all of these players have their downsides. All of these players have warts to some degree. And certainly, Mac Jones has his. He's an immobile quarterback. So I hear what you're saying. I just think when it's round one and Mac Jones is about to come off the board, He's the only player that they're showing negative highlights of. Nobody else. I just, I thought that was interesting how it went down that way. Well, they, they were trying to explain because, you know, the, the question was, you know, who, who's going where or who's going to take him. You know, he'd been sitting there for a while and they were just showing people why. Because when you really break it down, it, you know, I, I you, you have to be able in today's NFL, be mobile. Now, no matter how good you are in the pocket and all of that. So they just wanted people to understand why he may have been dropping and teams may have been passing. Best thing could ever happen to him is he went to New England. Best thing. Mm-hmm. Best thing could ever happen to him. So we can look back at this moment and, you know, he still is a millionaire, still a first-round draft pick, but he may have gone to the best situation for him. I can and tell I like the I, walk, the yeah, walk to the stage. Yeah, he looked it was, like the cop it from was Terminator. Very, very you know? brisk. He, he yeah. was very He meant business on that walk. He snatched the hat, put it on. <laughs> right? But that's fine. Take that chip into camp with you. Learn what you can from Cam Newton and, you know, become a starter in this league. And and I'll tell you this, he didn't fit the style of offense San Francisco ran. I said that two weeks ago when uh, you know, it was it was hinted that San Francisco loved him and they were going to draft him. I was like, it'll be a mistake. I know that offense. I've been in that offense with Kyle Shanahan, and I that's not the the, the type of quarterback mobility and athletic wise that you would want in that offense. 
It's just, yeah. just a fact. Well, yeah, there, you definitely don't have the uh, you don't have access to the full playbook. We could put it that way. If you don't have a guy who can move around in well, that Kyle Shanahan offense, it can it, still be effective. It, uh, yeah, of course. Falcons were a whisker away from winning a Super Bowl, but I hear you. You're not going to have full access with a guy who can't move. Well, if you can't get outside the tackle box on a bootleg, the offense doesn't work. It doesn't. And that's just the bottom line. And those were the plays that they showed uh, for his lowlights, I guess you could say, during the draft, yeah. his inability to get outside the tackle box. He couldn't get past a backside defensive end rushing from the from the from the backside. And I'll tell you what, that guy is unblocked on a lot of bootlegs. <laughs> Can't get past him. What, 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 what's gonna happen? Well, you're not gonna be able to run that yeah, stuff. Yeah, not <laughs> so so right? So now you gotta take out half the playbook. Because so much of their downfield passing comes from play action. So I, you know, I, I, I thought I saw that coming. I didn't. Once he got past San Francisco and a few other teams, I was like, "Well, it's New England." And New England was happy because they didn't have to do anything to to go get him. They knew he was going to continue to fall to him. Yeah, listen, hey man, I hear everything you're saying. I would say it does concern me. Trey Lance, how about this stat? 318 career pass attempts. It's the fewest pass attempts by any first-round quarterback over the last 40 years. That concerns me. And he played at the FCS level. So he's got a lot of ability. I think that Kyle Shanahan looked at that and said, I'll take the guy with more tools and think that I can scheme receivers open and he can grow in this offense. That's basically what it came down to. And he might end up being right going that way. I just think that sometimes we look at the tools and say, this guy can move. Got to take him. It could very well turn out where an immobile quarterback who is just reading defenses, throwing dimes left and right, turns out to be the better pro than the guy that has mobility. It it can work out like that. It It, has before. It's going to again. It can. And I I just, I I think San Francisco knew that they didn't need him right now. I I, I think Mm -hmm. they, they knew that they didn't need him to be the guy this year. Mm-hmm. They're not trading Jimmy Garoppolo. And so I've, I, they felt like, hey, this can be a guy who can learn for a year, year and a half, whatever that is. We have the talent. Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy. We know what he can do. So this could very well be a Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith situation. Sure. I mean, that's as close to a win as you're going to get for Jimmy G. Because when you trade up to number three and get the quarterback of the future, his days in San Fran are numbered. We all know that. But as long you got a guy who had the fewest pass attempts in the last 40 years as a first-round pick, I agree with you. That seems to indicate that Trey Lance is not starting week one. So Jimmy G, he might be the guy throughout the entire season, like you're talking about with Alex Smith a couple of years ago. That's as much of a win as you could hope for in this spot as if you're Jimmy G. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he he knows this is a very important and valuable year for Jimmy Garoppolo moving forward. Yeah. Very important. Has nothing to do with the San Francisco 49ers and his career there. Has everything to do with what's next. Mm-hmm. Where will he be, and and what light will he be shown? 
Will he be a backup somewhere or will he come off a phenomenal year a la Alex Smith and be a starter somewhere? That's what this year is for Jimmy Garoppolo. A lot of money is on the line for the rest of this young man's career in terms of do you get the backup money or do you get the starter money? Right, yeah. It's a dress rehearsal for the rest of the league, basically. For Jimmy G, depending on how he fares this year, it's going to affect the money he gets, the opportunity he gets, assuming that he's not with San Francisco in 2022, and I can't imagine he would be. So, yeah, it's a huge year for him. You know what's interesting is we always connected Jimmy G to New England, but now that they have Mac Jones, the Patriots might not be in the market for a quarterback by the time Jimmy G's available. No, I, I think they're happy with 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 having uh, Mac Jones. I think they're okay with that. I think they want to develop him. I think this is, it happened exactly how they would want it to happen um, because, look, they don't need him this year. He may be ready to go this year, but this is a great opportunity for him to learn. Learn that the playbook is tough. It's difficult for him to learn that playbook, learn what it is to be a pro, and 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 get himself ready to uh to to go next year because uh, Cam Newton's on a one year deal. Right? Okay, if you uh give me your the Salam crystal ball here. Mm-hmm. 17 games this yep. season. How many starts for Mac Jones? How many starts for Trey Lance? Three for Mac Jones, zero for Trey Lance. Wow, not a one. Not a one. And only three for Mac, huh? Yeah. Cam's going to be a, he's going to be all right throughout most of the year. Yeah, I, I think he will be. All right. Hey, our draft coverage on Fox Sports Radio, it's all brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? More like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft. netsuite.com slash draft. All right, coming up next, this might be the dumbest pick in the history of the NFL draft. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, big man, it's a bold statement here, and it's built on a couple of ifs, but all this mayhem going on with Aaron Rodgers, who has told members within the Packers organization, I don't want to be here next Trust year. Trust process. Yeah. He's like, I'm done trusting whatever process is going on over here. You want to draft a quarterback, Jordan Love? Count me out. Let him play. Process. If you want to draft him, let play him. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers is traded if he forces his way out, if he retires, let's just say he never plays for the Packers again, however that happens. And Jordan Love turns out to just be a guy. What's a dumber draft pick than that? Seriously, Aaron Rodgers is a reigning MVP, and he might be done in Green Bay for Jordan Love who doesn't pan out. I don't know if a dumber pick if that's the way it goes. That'll go down as the worst draft pick ever. Because... Right, not on the potential of what wasn't realized. It was what was lost. Yes. Right. If you need a quarterback and you draft a guy with the first overall pick or or, or a guy in the first round and he doesn't pan out, okay, he doesn't pan out. It happens. But if you have arguably one of the top five greatest quarterbacks of all time still in his prime. And you run him off because of <laughs> yeah. oh oh by the way the year you did that he was the league MVP yeah yep and that hasn't happened before the two former league MVPs Norm Van Brocklin in the sixties I think it was actually nineteen sixty and also Jim Brown in sixty five those were former MVPs that retired and. Maybe Aaron Rodgers does that. I have a hard time foreseeing him just walking away entirely. I think he would force his way out and play somewhere else. Time will tell. Who knows? But there has never been an MVP that forces his way out and plays somewhere else the very next year after winning MVP. Well, he said he's not playing. So, Mm. you know, Denver, Raiders, a lot of teams out there uh, would love to have the services yeah. of Aaron Rodgers. And there just isn't a comparable scenario, you know? 
I guess you could look at when the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers, but Favre wasn't playing at Aaron Rodgers' level right now. And Favre, I I don't know how many more years Aaron Rodgers has left. He could play into his 40s if he wanted to. Yeah, he could play five, six more years. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers could be playing at a high level for the entire length of Jordan Love's rookie contract. Like, what? What sense does that make? It makes no sense. But we talked about that prior to the draft. That is Green Bay. That is what they do. Yeah, man, you got to – I understand planning for the future, and that's fine, but not at the expense of the here and now. And with the Packers, last year was all about looking to the future. You should have been all in on 2020. And for all of those positive things, Ephraim, we heard throughout the entire year, oh, Aaron Rodgers, he used this as motivation. He used it to fuel him, and he went out there and won MVP. That's great, but that's not all there was to the story. Now we get to a spot where he's like, yeah, I think I'm done here. So we circle back to all of those things said about the draft pick. It's not as rosy anymore. No, and when they went out and got a cornerback with their first pick in the first round, and you know, they finally got him a receiver in the, in the third round. Got a couple offensive linemen. But n- no real, like, help. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's at a, a, a point in his career now where he's like, he does have a lot of power and, and what he can do. We're seeing that. We're seeing these, these especially quarterbacks, flex a little bit you know mm-hmm. like hey things aren't going right look and, and 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 to be honest they can't blame anyone but themselves yeah right they can't <laughs> blame a- anyone but themselves like Aaron Rodgers didn't create this situation and how about this storyline Adam Schefter is reporting that Aaron Rodgers he he doesn't want to come back if the GM Brian Gutekunst is still there if it's Goody or oh, Rodgers? Bye, Goody. Bye, Goody. Like, <laughs> you are the maven of all GMs over We can find another GM. Period. You got to go. Got to go, got to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a quarterback league. We don't say it's a GM league, you know? I think it would be a lot harder to find a quarterback of Aaron Rodgers caliber you, than you, a GM You're not going to. You're caliber. not going to find a quarterback yeah. of, of his caliber. You think you might be able to find a, a GM of Goody's caliber? Yes. I do too. And so now, look, the gauntlet's been thrown down. You know, the crazy thing about Green Bay, and we talked about it last week, is they don't have an owner per se, right? Someone to come in, sit Aaron down, right? It's a, it's a, a, a community-owned team pretty much. So it's just, it's a weird dynamic. And it's in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers is a California kid. Although he plays extremely well in frigid weather. Imagine if you got him in a dome or you got him somewhere in warm weather. Like Miami? Oh. (laughs) You think Miami give up Tua and and, and some other stuff? Absolutely. In a heartbeat kidding me yes without even thinking about it they offered uh, two or at least had conversations um 
for uh, they were interested in Russell Wilson. They were also interested in Deshaun Watson. I don't know if there was an official offer made with either scenario, but they were absolutely willing to part with Tua for those guys. Those are proven quarterbacks. So is Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have as much time as uh, you know those other QBs. But, yeah, you would take Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat. You kidding me? That's a good roster in Miami. Real defense. Added a couple of playmakers. Well, Miami did a, a great job in the draft. Yeah, I like what they did. I like where, they, where they're going there. How about this? This is uh, from Mark Murphy, the Packers GM. I'm sorry, the Packers president. This is a couple of months ago, and it lands a little bit differently now. This was him on WNFL radio. There's no way in heck <laughs> that Aaron is not going to be on the Packers. I mean, he's he is uh, going to be the MVP of the league. Might have had his best year ever. He's our unquestioned leader, and, you know, we're not idiots. Are you? They kind of are. <laughs> For drafting Jordan Love, that's, like you said, they put themselves in this exact position by going about the 2020 draft the way they did. Like, they did it to themselves. That's the crazy part, right? You can say whatever you want to say now, but as of as of right now, you're in a situation completely created by yourselves. Like no, Absolutely. No one in the war room said this is not a good idea. No one said, let's just grab this receiver, whether he pans <laughs> out or not. Right. Right. Or at the very least, we should probably give Aaron a heads up that we're doing this instead of him just... You can't give him a heads up because there's no way he's going for it. You call Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, we're going to take a quarterback in the first round. What do you think that conversation is? Yeah, listen, but I think it's worse by not communicating it to him. No, it's worse if you do. because you do? You when he so. Yeah, because when he says... Absolutely not. I would not mm. like that. And you do it anyway? I think that's what you have to do it while it's about to be announced, you know? Right. But this is this is a situation where you have to ask forgiveness and not permission. Right. Well, that's where I say the timing matters where you're saying, hey, man, the pick has been turned in. We just want to prepare you. Here's the deal. We're still fully committed to you. Yada, yada. I just think it's different. If Aaron Rodgers is watching the draft live while sipping some brandy or whatever, and all of a sudden the Packers are on the clock. Wow, okay, all right. The Packers draft Jordan Love. What? <laughs> what is that all about? You're just blindsided at that point. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, it was a terrible move. They put themselves in an yeah. awful situation this year. And, I mean, they don't have the power. Yeah, they never should have gone down that road to begin no, with. No, because you have to look at not. every outcome. Right. Right? They like, if you're going to go down that road, someone has to be like, okay, let's put out the worst-case scenarios. Yeah. Welcome to the worst-case scenario. Yeah. And, like, how we're debating, do you tell them, do you not? If there's no good solution of how to handle that, you shouldn't be going down you that road. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. What do you make, by the way, of the timing? This drops the night of the first round where the report is Aaron Rodgers has told people within the organization he doesn't want to be back. How about that? This wasn't two weeks before the draft. This wasn't, hey, are we moving forward with Aaron Rodgers? How serious is he with this? Do we go in a different direction? This might change our entire 
draft philosophy this <laughs> this year? What do you make of that dropping the night of the first round? <laughs> I think it was brilliant. Just I, I, an Aaron Rodgers power play over there? I, what, come on. You already know. Right? You already know. I'm letting people know, hey, I'm available. Not happy here. Was that not, a, uh, oh, you had a here. bombshell for me last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is uh, some comeuppance over yeah, there? Yeah, you get your comeuppance today. Yeah. You get your comeuppance. Mm, man, that is crazy. You know who else is crazy in mm, a good way? A great way. The best way possible. That is a man who knows all things about sports updates, and he'll prove <laughs> it right here. He's a friend of America, and his name is Steve DeSager. Hey, Steve. That is crazy. And the NFL draft did conclude today with rounds four through seven. Among the fourth-round selections, the Jets at number 107 overall took running back from North Carolina Michael Carter. The Lions took USC wide receiver Amon Ross St. Browns. Patriots drafted running back from Oklahoma Ramondre Stevenson. The Panthers in the fourth round took star running back from Oklahoma State Chuba Hubbard. And the Saints in round four took Notre Dame quarterback Ian Book. The Kentucky Derby was won by Medina Spirit by a half length, the record seventh derby win for trainer Bob Baffert, who won last year as well. The event had about 52,000 spectators after no fans in person last year when the race was delayed to September. Two years ago, attendance was about 150,000 in Louisville. Ten NBA games tonight, including apparently an easy win at Charlotte for the Hornets. They're up in the third quarter, 66-47 over the Detroit Pistons. A Detroit loss would put their record at 19-45. and the news here is that rookie LaMelo Ball has returned after the wrist surgery in March. It did not cost him the rest of the season. He's back tonight. He started, and in 20 minutes, he has seven points, six rebounds, five assists for the Hornets. Also among the games in progress, and there are plenty, the Houston Rockets are leading at home against Golden State, 46-37. Houston enters with a record of 16-47. and the Warriors, a game under the 500 mark at 31 and 32. The NBA regular season ends May 16th, so just over two weeks away. NASCAR's next four races will be on FS1, including this weekend from Kansas, 3 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Keegan Bradley remained tied for the golf lead in Florida. NHL wins for Boston and Detroit. In Major League Baseball, the Yankees were 6-4 winners against the Detroit Tigers. The saved at Raldis Chapman, his fifth. He has a zero ERA. The Cubs were 3-2 winners at Cincinnati. The Saved to Craig Kimbrell, his fifth. He has a zero ERA a month into the season. Former Met Matt Harvey got the win for the Baltimore Orioles, an 8-4 decision at Balt at uh, Oakland. And for Baltimore, Harvey is 3-1 and this year. White Sox beat Cleveland 7-3. Lance Lynn is back and got a win. Kansas City and Washington with victories as well. Among the ball games in progress, the Cardinals lead 5-3 at Pittsburgh in the top of the sixth. Shortstop Paul DeYoung of the Cardinals batting 170 hit a three-run home in the first inning, the Pirates' starting pitcher today, Trevor Cahill, with an ERA over seven. 
That includes the five runs in five and a third for him so far tonight. Take that, Cahill. <laughs> the Red Sox, with a 17-10 and 10 record, are tied at Texas, 3-3 in the top of the fifth. The Dodgers, whose bats have slumped mightily the past couple of weeks, are tied 2-2 at Milwaukee in the top of the fourth. Home run on the first pitch of the night from Mookie Betts. The bad news is yet another Dodger pitching injury. Starter Dustin May left early. The Mets are tied 4-4 at the Phillies in the top of the eighth. And it's the Braves leading 4-0 at the Blue Jays in the bottom of the third. Back to you. You a big Kentucky Derby fan there? Steve it's DeSager? one of the sport. And we've talked about this before. I'm a sports fan, not just football or just baseball. So if it's the Wimbledon final or the Derby or the World Cup or the Olympics, yeah, I'm watching. I like that. See, well-rounded sports fan you are. It's fun. By the way, Bob Baffert with his seventh Kentucky Derby win as a trainer. I've got a soft spot in my heart, Ephraim Salam, for Johnny Velasquez. Huh? The jockey, his fourth Kentucky Derby win. My first ever horse racing bet was won over there at Saratoga <laughs> in, uh, in the New York area, and uh, Johnny Velasquez was the, the jockey. Love um, me some Johnny Velasquez. He knew it had to do something with that. Of course. Yeah. How he much, also won last year, by the way, this jockey. How much yeah. did we win? You know, Nothing. on this horse, by the way, <laughs> if you'd have been wagering on this horse, this was a 12-to-1 horse that won. That was twenty six dollars yeah. and twenty cents to win, and it was a wire to wire victory. You know what's awesome about horse race betting? Now, the only reason I've done this was when I was doing radio in the Albany, New York area. Um, I guess uh, early twenty tens, we would broadcast at the horse racing track every Friday, and it was awesome. My show would end, and I'm like, "Mines will gamble on the ponies," you know. <laughs> And I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue. And so the first day I was betting, I'm not betting much, but I'm losing, losing, losing. And the last race I bet on, my horse is nowhere to be found. And there's just nothing but people. I get on my tippy toes and I'm like, all right, which horse is in front? And it was my horse. I'm like, I won. It's exhilarating. I don't know if there's anything better than betting on the winning horse. It's amazing. So you won like one race out of nine and that'll bring you back. Yeah, maybe it didn't. I don't know what I ended up on the day. But what's awesome with, uh, (laughs) I don't know if this works everywhere. I would assume it does. But it's different betting on horses. If you bet on, I don't know, the the 12 to 1 winner today. So if say you bet 10 bucks. So you go to claim your $120. I don't know how it works, but they always give you more money. It's the overall handle. It's all the money that's bet. I don't know how it works, but every time I won at Saratoga betting on the horses, I always got more than whatever the odds were. <laughs> every single time. Are you it saying this, awesome. is, this is like Monopoly's bank error in your favor? And so you say, oh, I'm not saying anything. By the way, it's 12 to 1 on a, on a $2 wager it would be in horse racing. Yeah. So I don't think you'd win 100 bucks back, but still. I'm just saying if you bet 10 Right, if you bet ten bucks on twelve to one, it, you would get a hundred and twenty. But not so much. They're like, here, here's free money. You'd end up with like, I don't know, a hundred and forty-four dollars or something. And you're like, okay, twenty-four free dollars, awesome. But as soon as you said, I may as well wager after the show's over, and yeah. I really didn't know much about. You know, I could just hear people at the track come on this way, sir. The betting went, it was right over there, sir. Glad to have you. Yeah. It is not easy to wager, you agree, on horse racing. It's not, it's no. very easy to lose. It's too many uh, unforeseen factors, man. It, it, 
it's just too much. It sounds it good because you can win money even if your horse doesn't finish it. For I remember the classic odd couple line where the sports writer Oscar Madison is losing money left and right, always going to the track, and his roommate finally finds out, wait a minute, you can win money if your horse finishes third? How are you losing money all these years? <laughs> That's right. I'm Brian, though. He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. I'll tell you one thing, though, Ephraim. Another nugget from Steve DeSager talking about LaMelo Ball being back. That's awesome. From the broken wrist. We've talked about this before. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the Portland area. I don't know of another city that's as in love with load management as Portland. They're driving me crazy. They want Dame to be shut down. They want Damian Lillard to be shut down from here on out because he's not at 100%. It's insane. But I love that LaMelo is back. And even though they're not title contenders, this is valuable playing time. Get the Hornets into the playoffs. You just grow. I just hate the put this player in bubble wrap. He's not 100%. That philosophy wears me out so quickly. Yeah, I, like I'm a, I'm a fan of professional athletes playing professional sports. <laughs> Period. Like I, I'm a fan of that. Like I think if you get paid to play a sport, you should play it. Period. Yeah. That's yeah. just what it is. No doubt. And that doesn't mean you have to play those guys 44 minutes a night or, you know, run them into the ground. No, but they they should suit up and they should play. Yeah, absolutely. All right, coming up next, why is a common criticism for one player not the same criticism for his teammates? We'll dive in. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, big man, you talk about endearing yourself to your fan base. Did you catch this? Spencer Brown, he's an offensive tackle. He was drafted by the Bills in the third round. And to celebrate getting drafted last night on day two of the draft, Spencer Brown channeled his inner Bills mafia and then just jumped onto a table slamming it. You know how they always do that before football games? Yes, I do. It's a little portion of that. Listen how rowdy it is. Bills! They have to love that. He's officially part of Bills Mafia doing something like that. You know? I'm surprised you don't have all the draft picks do that. Boom. You're in the posse at that point, you know? That was a funny moment. I'll get to a couple of others. I want to run this by you. How about... Mac Jones, back to him for a second. I've heard this criticism, and I understand it. You'll hear, well, the talent around Mac Jones really helped him out. That's true, and that could have an impact on how successful he is in the NFL. But my question is, why don't you hear that about the other guys? Alabama had six players drafted in the first round. Five of those guys were offensive players. Why isn't there skepticism about Najee Harris 26 touchdowns last year think about all the talent that he had he had a real passing game he's not going to see eight men in the box he had a real offensive line Alex Leatherwood goes 17th overall why aren't we looking at Najee like yeah he's good but how much of it was what he was surrounded by you could take that with everybody Alex Leatherwood you think he was helped out By a quarterback drafted 15th overall, a Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver, a real running back. All those guys were helped out 
by everybody else. It works both ways. It's not just Mac Jones benefiting. All of his teammates benefited also. Yeah, but, you know, he's a quarterback. And the world revolves around quarterbacks. <laughs> Any other position, you know, running back, he can, he can carry the ball, right? Good on third downs, good in the red zone, uh, you know, good in short yardage. Quarterbacks, it's about decisions. It's about uh, being a leader. So the scrutiny is definitely different for quarterbacks because it's the toughest position to come right in and play. No doubt. I understand it's going to Running be Running back, you know what you're doing. They're going to hand the ball off to you. Right. Get the first down. Receiver, just catch it when it comes. Defensive defensive line or defensive player, see ball, get ball. Right? Offensive lineman, just stay in front of the guy in front of you. Only the quarterback has to learn the whole offense, learn the whole defenses. <laughs> Right, make split second decisions with other players in mind. So the scrutiny is going to be more intense for him because the level of uh, of competition increases hundredfold. There sure. are no there are no Southwest Texases uh, on the schedule. No Citadels on the schedule. Yeah, it's just if you go back to last year. Think about this with Tua. You heard the same thing. Wow, look at all the talent around Tua. He just had a who's who, an all-star supporting cast. And yeah, that can absolutely make things easier. But my whole argument is it doesn't end there. Think about Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs was the top receiver taken last year. And he didn't have a great rookie season. He was banged up a little bit, but not a great rookie yeah, season. Yeah, but should Henry Ruggs been the top? receiver taken well if we go no. back to the Raiders again but the he was Raiders. a legitimate first round pick yeah you know? but not yeah. where he got drafted but I'm just saying all of a sudden you don't have Jerry Judy opposite you in college and a bunch of other top-notch uh, players uh, teammates around you it changes the equation that's all it's not just a quarterback thing is all I'm saying when you have all of that talent surrounding you you're not going to see double coverage if you're Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy's on the opposite side. It's not going to happen. You benefit from the talent around you also as a non-quarterback if you're playing for Alabama. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a they got a pro team. Yeah. Pro coaches. All of that. But history has shown that Miami quarterbacks have not fared well in the NFL. Give me one that has. I'll wait. Obama QBs? Yeah, I'll wait. Joe Namath? Huh? Really? Wait, wait, wait. Well, Broadway Joe didn't get it done? No. You want to go back before color Bart television? Star? Huh? You want to go back, back when before crew color... cuts were in style? Back before color TV? <laughs> when they threw the ball 17 times a game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking present day quarterbacks. Ah, it's a little bit different then. A little different in that case. It, it, but hey, by the it, way. It's just what it is. And, and, and the reason is that you get to cover up deficiencies when sure. you have that many future pro players across the board. No doubt. But how about this, too? I don't hear that nearly as much about Justin Fields and Ohio State. 
Ohio State has had a ton of dud quarterbacks come out lately. A lot of them. Dwayne Haskins, Cardale Jones, the list goes on and on. You had Alabama and Ohio State both with 10 draft picks this year. It was the highest. They were tied. Now, Bama had a lot more first-rounders, and that's significant. But there was still a lot of talent around Justin Fields. And I don't hear the same skepticism. Well, a lot of talent around Justin Fields. I don't know. I don't, you know why? change. You know why? Because if it doesn't go well, he can get you some yards. That's what it boils down to. As you're so learning, can Tua. Tua can move around. That didn't stop people from saying, I don't know, Tua, surrounded by all this talent over here. I, I don't hear that about Justin Fields. I mean, Tua was a high draft pick. Right? Yeah. No matter what people said, he got drafted, what was he, third? Fifth. Fifth? So, you know, what I'm saying is with so much talent, when the talent did break down for Mac Jones, he couldn't extend the plays. Yeah, I get it. So that's where the scrutiny is. Justin Fields could extend the plays. It's all about athleticism when you get to the most athletic league on the planet Earth. If you don't have it, you can't coach it. You don't, it just doesn't come to you. Right? Like, He's not going to wake up one day and <laughs> have the the best feet on the field. Hey, I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. We just differ on this one. I, I am a guy who thinks, hey, is it possible that an immobile quarterback can still succeed in today's NFL? Yes, absolutely. Tom Brady just won another Super Bowl. Yeah, but Tom, that's different because Tom Brady started in a different league. Okay. All right. We'll have more uh, time to squawk about this. Also coming up next, a couple of aggressive teams and a couple of weenie passive teams. We'll get to that next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft, quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Oh, what's going on? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. I'll say this before we get back to ball over here, big man. NFL Draft 2021 edition in the books. Your boy LeBron is back. Saw a little bit of LBJ last night against Sacramento. Didn't work out. Kings come back win. I'm so disappointed in, in, in what the Lakers are doing right now. Can we get them to slide to at least a sixth seed? I've got a couple of bets with friends. I don't have them higher than sixth when the playoffs roll around, and they are right there. They're neck and neck with the Mavs and Portland. Do you see them sixth or worse? No, I, I, I see them holding on to fifth. I think so too. But I, I just, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not happy with the way they're playing. My hope is that it's similar to the bubble. Right, those games. What do they call them? Seeding games. Right. Those eight games before the playoffs, and the Lakers were sleepwalking. They didn't even care, and there was a lot of doubt. Oh, yeah, you can't trust the Lakers, and then they won it all. So I'm hoping they'll sleepwalk again before the playoffs. I mean, I can win my bets, but I'm not anticipating that happening, fortunately. And I don't trust either Dallas or Portland. Portland's looking better, but uh, they were freaking terrible. Losing five straight games. They had lost, I forget exactly, like 10 of 13. It was ugly. But they've won three straight. We'll see. Can't wait for the playoffs. What about a potential Lakers-Clippers first-round series? <laughs> we get we, we get right to it, huh? Well, I would rather see them in the first round than not at all. Obviously, I'd rather it be, you know, the conference finals later in the playoffs instead of the first round, but... They got to play each other this year, right? We got shortchanged last year with the Clippers blowing a 3-1 lead. That's their we gotta fault. got to see it this year. That's their fault. They blew it. it. Oh, it was. it was. That was awful. That was terrible. Okay, big man. Let's get back to the NFL draft. I want to bring up a couple of aggressive teams and a couple of passive teams. 
and I want you to let me know which teams you prefer. So you start off with the San Francisco 49ers, aggressively moving from number 12 to number 3. They draft Trey Lance. Do you prefer exactly how San Fran went about their business? Hefty price tag, right? We're talking multiple first-round picks to get up there. Do you like what they ended up with for the price tag specifically? I do if they believe. Well, yeah, I do. I, I think they got exactly what they, they, they wanted to get. I, I, I believe they they thought that they had Jimmy Garoppolo for a one, one more year at, at the minimum and that they had their eye on a guy that they can bring in and continue, you know, the the winning ways that they've that they've set in San Francisco. A guy who needed a little bit of time, hasn't played a lot of football, but had all the talent, and with the right coaching and right environment, could be tremendous. Mm-hmm. I admire the aggressiveness because they could have sat there and said, we were in the Super Bowl two years ago. We were ravaged by injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough. Yeah, he's been injured a lot. He's only played 31 games in four years. That's alarming since being in San Francisco. But they could have talked themselves into, we don't have to give up all of this compensation. We've got a really talented roster. And they didn't. They said, we're good. We want to be better. They channeled their inner Chiefs, if you will. Right when the Chiefs had Alex Smith, and they still were uber aggressive and got Patrick Mahomes. I like San Francisco being aggressive. Now, if you look at the flip side, how about the Denver Broncos, the passive Broncos over here? <laughs> Justin <laughs> Fields falls to number nine overall. They even liked Justin Fields. This is from Sports Illustrated's Mike Silver on NFL Network on Friday. He said Denver really, really liked Fields but they just loved Patrick Sertan more. They really, really like Justin Fields needing a quarterback, and yet they don't end up with one. This was from their GM, George Payton. He said, Drew, speaking of Drew Locke, Drew's been working hard every day. Teddy's going to bring some experience to the room, some leadership. So we're really excited for both quarterbacks. We're always looking at every position, and quarterback's another one. But we like the two we have. You have Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. You are going nowhere I with told, those guys. What did I tell you? I told you that they would not pull the trigger unless it was a sure bet. They can't afford to do that anymore. Uh, and you were like, keep swinging, keep pulling. Yes, they should have. No, they're not going to do it because if you do it again, the now narrative is, oh, John Elway can't, we're never going to get a quarterback. He can't do it. He can't do it. So you can't afford to miss again, especially not in the first round. You can't afford to let a great opportunity pass you by. Now, I think Justin Fields would have fit great there. See? Um, That's your guy. You love mobility. He can move around. If they weren't convinced, then they weren't going to pull the trigger, and I told you they weren't. They are weenies. <laughs> they are absolutely wusses I should have bet a candy bar. Well, you know, I would have bet a candy bar on that <laughs> if I actually had the ones I won already. Uh, you know what? It's on the to-do list. It's now. I don't want to hear that. 
It's on the to-do list. I, I have a know lot what of I, things you, on the plate. You know what I can't wait for later on in the show? What's that? I can't wait for you to read your essay. I can't wait for that. Oh, the... Uh, yeah, that, that one. What was it again? You were supposed to write, right? Uh-huh. Do you remember what your topic was? I hope you did because you wrote it. Wait a minute. Now, before I say anything that incriminates myself, okay. do you think that I've completed this assignment? I know you haven't. I, ha- I, I have done it, and I realized that the topic was dating during a, a pandemic. pandemic. I've got it already. Yeah, right. I definitely do. Yeah, right. I promise Screenshot you. it. Send it to me right now so I can look at it. Do you really? It's going to ruin the surprise, though. I know. I'm not going to read it. Just send okay. it to me. All right. Here right we now. Go. All right. Taking a picture. This is this is the best bit we've ever done here, big man. Here we go. I just took a picture, sending it to Ephraim. There we go. Boom. Oh. On the way. You should have it any second now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's my Jeopardy Okay, there we go. Huh? Boom. Let me see what we got here. I'm not going to read it. Just Okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't I didn't read it. I just I just See? Okay. I'm proud of you. Right? I take care of my homework. Well, that's not true cuz we still haven't watched uh Yeah, I, I haven't okay. done that yet. All right. <laughs> okay. I pick and choose, you know? I have written about dating during a pandemic. That was the homework assignment you gave me last yes. week. Yes, and you know what else you haven't uh, done? I you haven't paid up the candy. You bar haven't bag. picked to, to send me my candy bars. I haven't done that. That's still on the to do list. I mean, that'll be accomplished here momentarily. But yeah, but back to this. I'm Brian. No, he's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Big man, you cannot underestimate the suckiness of Drew Locke thus far. <laughs> no, it's it's bad. It's been bad. rotten. The dude, we always talked about Tua getting off to a rocky start last year. And it was. I think it's blown out of proportion, but Tua completed 64% of his passes, 11 touchdowns, 5 picks. His passer rating was 87. Not the greatest, but he's a rookie. If you look at Drew Locke, Drew Locke has twice as many starts as Tua. Drew Locke in the NFL, 23 touchdowns, 18 picks. He's completing 59% of his passes. It went way downhill last year. He was at 57%. His passer rating is 79. That is awful. And you're sitting there at number nine overall. Didn't have to trade up. Justin Fields is staring at you. He would be in the conversation of being the number one overall pick in other years of the NFL draft. And you just let that opportunity go. Patrick Sertan could turn out to be a great player. But if Justin Fields pans out and you just sat there and said, it's risky. What if it doesn't work, though? No, you got to keep taking stabs at finding a franchise quarterback. That's the only way you're going to find one. Unbelievable. They let that opportunity go by. When I, was, when I was watching that and that happened, I know you were just, I was like, oh, Brian's furious. Oh, gosh. I just, roll the dice. Roll the dice. And the topper, the cherry on top, is the Broncos saying, oh, yeah, we really liked him. Then draft him.
Good Lord. I look at the Bears. I love what the Bears did. I didn't see the Bears getting a potential franchise quarterback sitting there at 20th overall. I didn't think they were going to get one of the top five guys. And all of a sudden, Justin Fields just keeps falling, falling, falling. And they're like, let's get up to the 11th pick. And they got Justin Fields. That was a great move by them. I love that move by them. You at least have hope. Instead of Andy Dalton and Nick Fools, you've got Justin Fields, who who could be your quarterback for the next 10-plus years. That's amazing for the Bears. I love the aggressiveness right there, Big. Well, you have I to cannot be. stand being passive when you could potentially have a franchise quarterback there. And you think and you don't have to trade Chicago's mm, I mean, when's the last quarterback in Chicago oh, you could write home about? You gotta go back to the we were talking about Alabama quarterbacks. You go back to the Sid Luckman days? You you would have to. I mean, because even though Jim McMahon was revered, yeah, it was Walter Payton's team and that deep. That defense. Was TV around back then for Sid? <laughs> I don't think so. It was all radio. Yeah. And we got Sid Luckman in the T formation. And... <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. It's so been they were pickings. like, look, no more. They missed on Trubisky. And they were like, look, we're going to go with this yes. kid. We like, yes. what, we like what he brings. We're going to make it happen. And they easily could have been like, what if we swing and miss again? It's not the again? same pressure. It's not the same pressure. Number one, the guy making the decisions is the franchise all-time everything at quarterback. Okay? Yeah, and he's got way more grace than and Ryan Pace ever will Yeah, have. but he keeps striking out. Like, literally, every time. Every <laughs> single quarterback they bring in fails. Ex- that's, that's for the exception, of, with the exception of Jay Cutler, is that? With the exception of Peyton Manning, for a oh, year and yeah. a half. Yeah, that was it. Everything else, no, bro. And they keep bringing them in. They keep the bringing them in. Keep swinging. You're going to this. You're going with Drew Lock and Teddy Bridgewater, and I love this too. All these Bronco fans. Well, Brian, they're just. They're just going to get Aaron Rodgers. One, we don't even know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded for sure. That's no kind of plan right now. There's no way that the Broncos on draft night said, well, we love Justin Fields, but we got Aaron Rodgers in the bag, so let's go with Sertan. There's no way that's the plan. So I don't buy that for a, a second. That is being passive to a fault. The Bears, the freaking Bears, they let Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson go in favor of Mitch Trubisky. And what do they do in the draft? They aggressively move up nine spots. They're sending picks left and right to the Giants. And they're like, let's get back in the let's get back in the ring over here. Let's get back in the octagon. We're throwing haymakers trying to land a franchise quarterback. That's what it takes. Punch drunk. <laughs> they're punch drunk, man. You know what? My last comparison, how about this? I don't know why a team like the Broncos and a team like the Giants, you see where it's headed with Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. And it isn't headed to a place where the light bulb goes on and, wow, all of a sudden they're franchise quarterbacks. It's looking like it's going to be more of a Sam Darnold situation. Sam Darnold had three years with the Jets. It didn't work out. Some of it was his fault. Some of it was the fault of the supporting cast. But it was headed in that direction. 
And why not move on earlier? Why do you have to give them three years when it's trending toward this is probably not going to work out? Well, then just move on quicker. (laughs) The Arizona Cardinals didn't say, well, it's a rocky first season for Josh Rosen, but let's give it some time. It's been one year. They're like, no, we're moving on. There's a better opportunity here. That's what both the Giants and the Broncos should have done with Justin Fields sitting there. I yeah, Look, I, I agree with you. I knew they weren't going to do it for the reasons I stated. Yeah. So, you know, and you were right. Any other year, he may have been, you know, talked about as the first pick in the draft. Oh. And for Chicago to get him when they did, that, that's a brilliant move. I love it. I love it. And listen, he he might not be a stud in the NFL. I don't know how he's going to pan out. No, we don't know how, how any of these people are going to pan yeah, out. Like, I'm not going to act like I do. But what I do know is you got to give yourself a chance. <laughs> I'll guarantee you this. It's not going to work out if you don't make aggressive moves. If you're sitting there passive, you're not. It's not going to work out. You've got to be aggressive. I hate this too, man. I could talk about this for days, but I hate this idea of unless you love the quarterback, don't do it. As if what that matters? Does that have some bearing on if they're going to pan out or not? How many players, especially quarterbacks, did teams love that turned out to suck? And how many quarterbacks were teams ho hum about and they turned out to be really good players? It happens all the time. This idea of unless you really love this quarterback, don't do it. No hogwash. Give yourself a chance if there is a top prospect staring at you in the face and you don't have to move up. The, I see no, I, I see no error in that. The weenie Broncos, you know. <laughs> Jeez. See how that pans out. That'll be fun for the next decade, though, for sure. All right, coming up next, winners and losers. We've been talking about the rookies. How about the vets? We'll compare notes. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Our draft coverage on Fox Sports Radio is brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? More like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft. netsuite.com slash draft. Now, here's the thing, big man. I love doing the show with you, and I love doing sports radio, but I feel like the writing assignment you gave me this might be it for me as a sports radio host. And all of a sudden, boom, I'm right into writing. And I don't know if I'm ready for that. Uh, well, let's see what we got. Is this where you want me to do it? Let's huh? do it. I don't know. I don't know if this is the spot. You want to you save it a little bit? You yeah, know what? Save it. Let's save it for the third hour. Okay. All right, third hour. Get a, get a people something to, to tune in for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. Dating during a pandemic is the subject that the big man gave me. He said, blank canvas. Wow us. Okay? And I said, I'm up for the task, big man. You got it. Did and you, so we'll have that in the third hour. Did Very you write it just like two minutes before we went on air? No, no. Okay. I was jotting notes down during the week, you know? Okay. All right. And I was procrastinating, so I finished it right before the show. Okay. But I was thinking about it at times during the week. All right. So, yeah, looking forward to that at the uh, the top of the third hour. Now, how about this? We always do the winners and losers of the draft, and a lot of that, let's be honest, it's a huge projection when you get these draft grades and all of that. I think what you can take away and be more sure about is the veteran winners and losers. If you look at the veteran players – who ended up winning in the draft, who ended up losing. I'll give you an example. One of the winners, Sam Darnold. Huge winner. So the Panthers were sitting there at eight overall. They had the eighth pick, and they could have gone with Justin Fields. And they didn't. They went cornerback, and then they also exercised the fifth-year option next year for Sam Darnold. So he gets paid next year. He's the clear starter. They traded Teddy Bridgewater. They didn't draft Justin Fields or Mac Jones. Sam Darnold is a huge winner with that going down the way it did. Oh, I mean, that was, you know, 
They obviously see something in Sam no one else has seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but not only to commit commit to him this year, but to pick up his option, which is an expensive option next year. Um, they're like, look, he's our guy. We're gonna build around him, and we're gonna roll this thing out and, and see what he can do. Give him a, a real chance with some talent around him. I get it. I understand it. This could definitely backfire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they drafted the, Justin Fields, there's a good chance that Fields would have started more games this season so than Sam did. We'll, we'll see how this thing plays out in a year or two. Well, I'll say two or three years, mm-hmm. depending on what Justin Fields turns into, oh. as well as Mac Jones. Absolutely. Because that's what it's really going to boil down to. Look, Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. All right? We're not going to even talk about that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about, you know, the quarterback that was there for teams that need it, right? Not one of the highly, not one of the high projected guys, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, if Justin Fields pans out, you, you know what I mean. Like it's <laughs> a lot of teams kicking themselves. It's going to be a lot of people oh. with, with, with cake on their face. I have labeled this, labeled this the "you shoulda" draft. I think that's it's like that a lot of times. You should have drafted this guy. I think it's going to be even more so this year. And and look, you take Jacksonville out, you take the Jets out, right? right. Zach Wilson, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Well, I, I, look, just for the sake of they see something in, in Zach. Trevor's right. off the table. They see something in Zach. No doubt. Right? You start with the 49ers. Oh, gosh. Right? That, that has you should have written all over it if if Trey Lance isn't the guy. Go with the, the you go with the Vikings now. Kyle Pitts is supposed to be the one and only guy in the draft that cannot uh-huh. bust, right? So we'll be keeping an eye on that as well. But if Justin Fields turns out to be a Superman, oh, then gosh. right, take the Bengals out. Not going to do that. I guess you can take Miami out, your guys, because they're going to ride with Tua. They put a lot of stuff around them. We're going to see what Tua has this year. And that's what their point was. Mm-hmm. We're going to put him in the best possible position, period, to see what happens. Right? Brings his Alabama receiver over to him. We're going to see how this thing plays out. I get it. You look and at the. You've li- got Devontae Parker, and also you picked up Will Fuller. Yeah. That's enough around Tua where you're going to have a good gauge of is this the guy going mm-hmm. forward? Look at the Lions. They went with Panay Sewell. Can't miss offensive linemen, but they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> look at the Panthers. You look at the Broncos. Right? All of these. The Giants also. They made the trade with the Bears. Right, exactly. So you got the Giants, the Niners, the Falcons, yep. the Lions. Yeah. Uh Carolina, the Broncos. All those teams. And the yeah, that the, all those teams are on a let's see where he is oh. in two years with Ooh. with Justin Fields. And you know what's funny about the Giants? That is the first time Giants GM Dave Gettleman in nine drafts has drafted back. Like he's moved back in the draft. He never did it until the Bears moved up to the eleventh overall pick. And if the first time he ever traded back in the draft is while passing on Justin Fields. If he pans out, that's a long list of teams that are going to be kicking themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm, you know, that's the thing I, I'm taking from this draft. I, I can't wait to see what this looks like. And the same thing goes for Mac Jones. Oh yeah, totally. it's the same thing. Those same, those very same teams, right? It's the same thing for Mac Jones. To just we got to see. It's gonna be. I'll tell you what, man. The next five years, especially with all these quarterbacks at the top of the draft, it is gonna be phenomenal. I'm telling you, how many conversations? You should have drafted Justin Fields. How many times will I say that to you if Justin Fields pans out with the, the Oh, Bears? especially for the Broncos. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> especially I, for I know them. I'll be hearing that a lot from you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah. normally I take the high road. Normally I don't say I told you so, but I might make an exception. Oh, you definitely case. will. Yeah. But you know what? The, the crazy thing about I told you so yeah. is – I don't every every week I get on here and it's almost as if I'm telling America I told you so. When we bring our ace dynamo, point guard, quarterback, ace in the hole, one Steven A DeSager. <laughs> a for ace, I guess. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. By the way, when Brian, no, an update on your St. Louis Cardinals. They're holding uh-huh. on to a lead now of 7-5 at Pittsburgh as they start the eighth inning. But reliever Jordan Hicks has left the game. He of the 100-mile-an-hour fastball apparent arm injury. And this is a guy who missed the 2020 season because of Tommy John surgery. For what it's worth, it didn't look like he wanted to come out in the, from this game, but he is out. The Cardinals lead 7-5 in the eighth at Pittsburgh. Guys, the NFL draft did conclude today with rounds four through seven. Among the fifth round selections, a kicker from Florida, Evan McPherson, taken by the Cincinnati Bengals, only kicker taken this week. And the Ravens in the fifth round selected Ohio State corner Sean Wade and a fullback from Michigan, Ben Mason. The NFL's regular season schedule will be released May the 12th in less than two weeks. By the way, in the NHL tonight, the Islanders have clinched a playoff spot with a 3-0 win over the Rangers. The Kentucky Derby was today won by Medina Spirit by half length in the NBA the Indiana Pacers Demantis Sabonis had a triple double in the first half whoa the current lead with three and a half minutes to go in the third quarter is 113 to 60 at Oklahoma City yes it was a large lead for Indiana at the break 82 46 at halftime Sabonis. By the way, that's the same Thunder squad that beat the Celtics earlier in the week. <laughs> How does that happen? It's a Thunder squad that's lost twice as many games as they've won this year. Sabonis with 24 points, 19 rebounds, and 13 assists, and we're not quite through three quarters of this game. Meanwhile, Golden State was losing at Houston tonight. We're now approaching mid fourth quarter and it's 95 71 warriors because they had a 24 nothing run in the third quarter of this game steph curry has 30 points from three-point range seven of 17 also in progress pelicans lead mid third quarter 83 80 at minnesota which has actually won four games in a row at atlanta trey young with 25 points in mid third quarter the hawks are leading the bulls 76 69 heat ahead mid third quarter at cleveland 90 to 76 and it's the grizzlies 
Grizzlies ahead 81-64 late third quarter at Orlando. A magic loss would put their record at 19-45 and this year. Among the late games, it'll be the Clippers hosting a Denver team that's won four in a row. Also, Utah has a home game against Toronto. Utah in the West standings tied for first with Idle Phoenix. Two and a half games up on the Clippers, three games over Denver. Again, the NBA regular season ends May 16th, just over two weeks away. In Major League Baseball, the Mets got a solo homer top of the ninth to win 5-4 at Philadelphia. Michael Conforto, the hero, he also hit a two-run double in the first inning. The loss to Phillies closer Hector Neris. Houston with three runs in the first, won 3-1 at Tampa Bay. It's still the Dodgers tied at Milwaukee 2-2 in the bottom of the sixth inning. Dodgers starter Dustin May left early in pain after a pitch. At Texas, the Rangers have taken the lead on the Boston Red Sox 7-5 in the top of the seventh. And in progress, it's the Braves a 5-2 leader against Toronto in the bottom of the sixth inning. Ronald Acuna yet another home run. And guys, I must mention the FS1 ball game I saw from Chicago today. The White Sox beat Cleveland 7-3. The losing pitcher for the Indians, Tristan McKenzie, 165 pounds is what he's listed at. And he's six foot five. Oh my god. Wow. Six five, one sixty-five. Yes, the uniform looked a little large on him. (laughs) He lasted two innings, and I kid you not, his fielders never touched the ball around him. Pitcher, catcher only. He had six strikeouts, so those were the six outs for his two innings. But he walked four, so that included walking in a run, and then give up a grand slam. He came oh. out down 5 nothing after two innings with his fielders never having touched the ball. Very, very strange. Back to you. It is odd. I love that. Nice nugget. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. By the way, how about this? Another veteran winner based on how the draft played out? You'd have to say Falcons QB Matt Ryan. Think about the two different paths the Falcons could have taken. They could have drafted Justin Fields as the quarterback of the future there in Atlanta, but instead... They give Matt Ryan a huge weapon in Florida tight end Kyle Pitts. And we always we heard the rumors about, hey, maybe the Falcons move on from Julio Jones. I think they're more likely after drafting Kyle Pitts to say, you know what, let's just go for it. Let's see what we have in a division that we don't have to see Drew Brees any longer. So even if they move on from Julio, just drafting Kyle Pitts instead of Justin Fields, that's a big win for Matt Ryan. That's a great win. I know he was excited, right? Because, you know, that is a, a vote of confidence from your organization. And not only that, they gave you a weapon that's unguardable. And you should run You should run away with that. Now, they were talking about trading Julio Jones. I know he didn't like that. But you put those, you put those pass catchers out there on that field. Mm. And... Phew, all eyes are on you, Matt Ryan. It's a big year for him as well. It's oh, not. Ju- it's not just these young quarterbacks. Now it's. <laughs> it's not. It's a lot. There's a lot of work to go around. Think about that. That trio to throw to: Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts. You. Got, they should be scoring by Ooh. the truckloads. Wow. You'd have to say one of the losers, the veterans, based on how the draft played out, Andy Dalton. 
Good Lord, the Bears are tweeting QB1 with a picture of Andy Dalton. And the next thing you know, they're moving up to get Justin Fields, who slides to 11th overall. Maybe that was just Andy's number, maybe. (laughs) Maybe he was going to wear number one because of the new guidelines and the new rules with the jerseys. He can wear a one now, maybe. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. What do you think about another guy who wears number one? What do you think about Cam Newton? Is he a veteran loser based on Mac Jones falling to the Patriots? No, I don't think so. I think um, I, I, I because you know the just the sheer nature of the deal he's on. Mm-hmm. So I think with that type of deal, you you know, right? Put up or or shut up, as they say. So he's in that situation where if they start off with Cam and they're winning, Cam will be the quarterback. Right. Period. That's just that's just what it is. And so I think he knows that. He's not going to shy away or run from that because he believes in himself. So let's just see what that looks like. Now, if they're not, you know, insert Mac Mac Jones and and then and then that's that's what it's gonna be. But that that could that that offense is complicated now. It's it may take a little bit of time for him for Mac to really get a hold of it. Uh, but the situation is great for him because Saban is the college Belichick. So yeah, they're great friends. They spend time together in the off season. So this is it's like a this could be kismic for him. You know, uh, I hear you about Cam, but another veteran on that team. Stid, huh? This is not a win for Jared Stidham. Oh no, no, no! He's no. backing up Cam. He's the guy. He's backup the... quarterbacks. Yeah, or You're no? An that's, injury that's... away from getting major playing time. Everybody's yeah. everybody's losing. Not so much now. Cross Isn't the board. Isn't that crazy how quickly it it happens? Where Stidham, he's a fourth round pick. Or think of a guy like Connor Cook. Remember when he went to the Raiders? Yep. It's oh, that's a good spot for him. Not if he doesn't see the field. <laughs> is that a great spot for him if you don't get on the field? And now there's probably going to be another body in front of Stid if he even makes the roster. So that that's a loss for him. I just think you can tell a lot more about veteran players after the draft than you can rookies because we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know how these rookies are going to pan out. Yeah, we know I, what it says for the veterans. We, it, it, writing's on the wall. Right on the wall. Absolutely it is. Okay, coming up next, a little game, if you will. Would you rather with one specific team? We'll get to that. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Our little game of would you rather, big man. I'm going to throw a couple of teams at you. How about the Jets? If you look at them drafting Zach Wilson, which would you rather have? Would you rather have Zach Wilson? BYU quarterback, or Sam Darnold and Kyle Pitts because they could have used that second overall pick to draft Kyle Pitts with Sam Darnold if they kept him. Who would, which would you rather have? Which combo would you go with? Um, Zach. You'd go Zach? Yeah. Why are you hitching your wagon to the uh, Wilson Express? Well, I'm though? just not hitching my wagon to the Sam Darnold Express. Mm, okay. There's a difference. 
I've seen enough. Right? And granted, they didn't put him in the positions what they should they did that you should for a young quarterback, but I, I just needed more urgency. Mm-hmm. I needed more like I I don't think any of us have have gotten over the sound bite from the game. Oh man. Um that just has stuck with people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone but Carolina, obviously. So I I can I always think of um Kyle Van Noy, who was with the Patriots at the time, and they interviewed him after the game. The Patriots smacked around the Jets. And they're like, hey, Kyle, what do you think about Sam Darnold saying that he was seeing ghosts out there? And Van Noy was like, he said that? Are you can't, serious? Can't he really that. said that? Oh, that is. Mm, yeah, that take is. that to your grave. Wow. Yeah, take that. And, and you know, from, coming from a quarterback, and he's young, but you, that you, that's not it. You, you can't, as a teammate, we, we can't even look at you the same. Yeah, it's a wrap at that point. So I'm not going to hitch my wagon to Patrick Swayze and, and Whoopi Goldberg and Academy Award winning ghosts. I'm not going to oh, do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this was Darnold way back then. Seen ghosts. Oh, man. Mm, hard to come back from that one. Really hard to come back from that. This was Kyle Van Noy also. He really said that. <laughs> He couldn't believe it. He didn't no, believe the reporters. You know, as a competitor at that level, you're like, wait, what? I mean, I've been in games where I've been over my and over my head, but I, I take, like I said, taking it to the grave. Yeah, man, that was a huge story at the time. Remember, the Jets were mad at, I think they were mad the at NFL. ESPN for the NFL. They were mad that they even let that go. Like, yeah, how do, how do you let that get out? How do you let that get out? We're still talking about it. You have to air that. You can't. Nah, you can't let that. That 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 has that has that'll always follow him. Unless he turns it around. If he turns it around with Carolina, which he could, he he's could. still a talented he could. player, still very young, and and they're all in on him. Obviously, with the two years, you know, committing to him two years and, and putting the pieces around him to give him a legitimate shot, a rebirth, a start over, fresh yeah. start. Right? Marriage counseling, you split from the Jets. You got a new boo. The new boo's like, look, I'm going to get the sheets you want. I'm going to get the snacks you want. I'm going to make everything great at home. You watch all the NFL you want. I'm not even going to give you a hard time. I don't care. Study all night. Who cares? Watch every game, every of everything. And let's let's see if the relationship works out. That's where he is. That's exactly where he's at. How about this nugget here? Two things. Zach Wilson, he didn't face any Power 5 competition last season. It was Cupcake City. That worries me. Oh, he played against San Diego State, who has a top, you know, def- one of the top defenses in the country, and, and he did he did well. I like that. I, I like how you read the fine print on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're trying to do. It wasn't even I a know shot what you're Well, I, 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 I don't know that. I don't know that. I know you. Okay? <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know if that was a shot or not, but I, don't, I do know you. Coastal Carolina was ranked, so, you know, there's some fine print. But he didn't play any Power 5 teams last season. And also this, the Jets, they have now taken seven first or second round quarterbacks Gotta get since it right. 2000. That's two more than any other franchise in that the span. The Denver Broncos don't want to be that, that team. Well, 
They don't want to be the team that only has Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> and that's exactly who they are. I like Teddy, man. Shots. Teddy's serviceable. Oh. You know what Teddy is? Teddy is a guy who, if he starts three or four games, he's good enough to win a couple of games. And guess what? Get you lower in the draft where you have to give up more compensation to trade up to get one of the top prospects. And I don't want to make it sound like a top prospect is the only kind of quarterback that can pan out. But your odds are better if you get one of the top guys. And they might not even be close to the same position they were in this past year to get one of the top quarterbacks. Shame on the Broncos. Shame. (laughs) The weenie Broncos. The passive Broncos. Now, I know your answer on this one. Would you rather fire Brian Gutekunst the Packers Fire. GM. I don't even need to finish the Fire. Rest. How about the report by Shefty? Aaron Rodgers wants Goody gone. You can forget about number 12 in a Packers uniform as long as Goody's in town. Get him out. Power play. Love this. Where do you see this ending up with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Uh, I, I think he's. I think he wants to be out of there. What uniform is he in? In 2021. I, I, I don't know. Oakland? I don't either. Raiders, Dolphins, Broncos, they'd have to all be in the mix. That's going to be phenomenal. All right, coming up next, the draft is in the books, but the bust draft is just beginning. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. The 2021 NFL Draft in the books, big man. Lots of meat on that bone, baby. You know, there's something that Justin Fields had to say. New Bears quarterback. Bears move up to 11th overall to get him. And he was talking about pressure. All right? Listen to what he says, and I want to see if you buy what he's selling. Here's Justin Fields, the new Bears quarterback. I don't think there's 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 pressure at all on me because I you know I expect myself to be a franchise quarterback so you know um, there's there's really no added pressure. Well, I don't know if he knows what pressure it means if that's his sentiment. <laughs> yeah, it goes beyond the, your own expectations. Whether and else's you, expectations, right, right? Whether you think you're a franchise quarterback or not, there is pressure on you. Either way, so yeah, there is pressure. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. We were just talking about the laundry list of failed Bears quarterbacks. He's a symbol of hope that they have found their franchise quarterback. And so with that come expectations and pressure. That's the way it goes. And it also made me think of what what's playing out with Green Bay? Just play this thing on out. There's a good chance Aaron Rodgers doesn't play again for the Packers. Man. You talk about Wide pressure. That Jordan Love, if he's the new quarterback in 2021, man, he is in a rough spot because it's not his fault whatsoever. The Packers moved up and got him when they shouldn't have. Aaron Rodgers wants out. Now, this is not his fault whatsoever, but a lot of fans will look at him as like, you're partially the reason why Aaron Rodgers isn't here anymore if that's the way it plays out. It's your fault. Yeah. And then imagine he was Aaron Rodgers played at an MVP level last season. He's been playing at an MVP level for the last decade. And then you go to a first year starter who's I mean, good luck hitting the ground running in the NFL as a first year starter. Man, you talk about pressure. Good lord, that is an unfavorable position to be in. I think I think that's way worse for Jordan Love if Aaron Rodgers is gone. And Love takes over. I think that's way worse for Love taking over in that situation than it was for Rodgers taking over for Favre. 100% easy. Easy. The pressures of being in the shadow of an all-time great. An all-time great. Yeah. Oh, man. Not a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, and that was, look, taking over for Favre was no walk in the park. He was beloved. That was a tough spot for Aaron Rodgers. 
But I think for Jordan Love, uh, it way, way tougher. Wait, Favre didn't play at an MVP level the season before he was gone. He wasn't the MVP of the late of the league before he went to the Jets. That's not how it went down. That's a crazy scenario, man. The whole thing in Green Bay is just wild. It's nuts. Green Bay has lost their minds. But they, I, you know what? Here's the other question. How do you handle it if you're Green Bay? Green Bay publicly, Gutekunst has come out and said, no, we expect him to be our quarterback. The president, Mark Murphy, has come out and said, we not only expect him to be our quarterback in 2021, we're committed to him for multiple years. Which means they're not committed to Goons. Mm. Goody. Could get the walking papers, maybe? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> if it's Aaron Rodgers or Gouda Kunst, sorry, Goud. Been real, been fun, but been real part ways. Been fun. Great guy, just not for us. Solid individual. Really like him. Good man. Yeah. <laughs> Expert at Yahtzee. Or what, I don't know, right? But yeah, you can't be here anymore. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, big man. How about this? I'm going to put you in an unfavorable position. But you are a man's man. You can absolutely handle it. Now, you are, I would say this. And I mean this as a compliment. You are a very positive person when it comes to evaluating, you know, athletes in sports. Not as positive with your sports radio sidekick, me. But, you know, it's all in love. Just honest. I know that, I'm just yeah, honest. You, I'm sorry. You jab. You know, it's fine. I can take it. I got thick skin. It's all good. <laughs> but you are positive when you're evaluating athletes. I'm going to put you in an unfavorable spot. It's time for the 2021 bust draft. Okay, so we look at the first round that just was selected. And we are going to pick three busts. Okay? So you can take any of the 32 first round picks. The higher the pick, the better the prediction is. If you come out and you say... Number two overall pick, Zach Wilson, going to be a bust. And if you turn out to be right, well, that's more impressive than picking the 32nd guy to be a bust. But I just need three. Just looking for three because the only reason I do this, it's not to just be a hater and be critical for no good reason. It's all these guys look phenomenal when they're drafted. But we've seen this throughout the years. A couple of stats, only 42% of first-round quarterbacks over the last 10 years, have gotten a second contract with the team that picked them. Think about that. Just getting a second contract is less than 50% of these first-rounders in the past decade. And there's also a stat on tight ends. 22 tight ends have been picked in the first round of the last 20 years. Only two have been all-pro selections. (laughs) So, I mean, you got a lot of guys, a lot of talent. If you just go back to, let's uh, I'll pick a random draft, the 2017 draft. Mitch Trubisky, number two overall pick, Bus City. Solomon Thomas with the 49ers, third overall. They're not getting the return on that investment. It just goes on and on. John Ross with the Bengals. He's a top 10 pick. He didn't work out. So the point is, there are going to be guys in 2021 that don't pan out. So if we're having a bus draft, who do you have your eye on, big man? 
I need three. I'll give you three as well. Who do you think could be a dud for the team that just selected him? Zach Wilson. Okay, yeah. Um, Devontae Smith. Really? Wow. Okay. I'm going to circle back to the Slim Reaper here. And... I know it's tough. It's rough. All these dudes Kadarius, look good right now. Kadarius Tony. Okay. With the G-Men. All right. So the and, reasoning. And Why Zach Wilson? I just think um, the dysfunction. And look, new regime. You have Robert Sala there. Love Robert. Mm-hmm. Defensive guru. We'll see how that translates for quarterback. Mm-hmm. Hasn't favored well in the past. New defensive-minded head coach comes in, young quarterback. There's some bumps, some learning. It's a learning curve. Um, Devontae Smith because of uncertainty at quarterback. Okay. All right, uh, and he's frail. So if you get a couple injuries and you're not quite solidified with the, with the quarterback or lack thereof, then it could be a little bumpy for you. Sure. And for Kadarius Tony, although he'll be used more as, you know, quick screen, third down guy, I just think I'm not sold on Matt Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, um, not Matt Jones. Um, what's the quarterback for the, the Giants? Oh, oh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones. Jones. Sorry, Daniel. Excuse me. So I, I just think um, if yeah, I had to also, pick three. Now, I hate doing yeah. this because I, I, all of these kids deserve a fair shot. I even hate that you made me do this. <laughs> but that's where, I, 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 that's where I'll go. Yeah, I listen, I get it. And you also have Jason Garrett as the Giants offensive coordinator. Right. And, and we know what that is. I don't know if he's going to put Tony in the best spots to shine. So I listen, I understand the reasoning on all those guys. And the only reason to do this exercise it's not to be critical of these dudes. It's just it's hard to pick the busts. Because these dudes, they're just drafted. We see their highlight packages. We're like, man, this guy could be unbelievable for the next decade. And they're a bus galore in every draft. It's just hard to pick them. I'll go in this direction. I'm with you on Zach Wilson. I... Bust might be strong. He might be serviceable. Might be okay. Might be a guy. Um... But, man, when you don't play Power 5 teams, uh, I'm worried. I just don't know if he's going to thrive in that market. And I like what you said about a defensive-minded head coach, at least at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It might not be the best formula for a young quarterback. It's not a football death sentence, but, you know, who would you rather have, a QB guru like Andy Reid or a defensive-minded head coach in Robert Sala? For a young QB, it's, you know, it's Andy Reid. If I go beyond Zach Wilson, I would look at, 
Alex Leatherwood, and this isn't an overreaction just because he was drafted higher than expected. I just think that he was helped out greatly by the talent around him at Alabama. It's not just Mac Jones benefiting from a who's who supporting cast. It's it's everybody's benefiting. Alex Leatherwood benefited also from a quarterback that's making quick decisions and throwing to receivers that are drafted in the top 10, two of them. So that helps him out. And I could see him struggling in the NFL. The last one, my third guy I will go with, and I hate doing this, but Caleb Farley, who went to the Tennessee Titans. When you start having back injuries, he's had a couple of back surgeries already. That worries me. I don't like that. Just the medical side of it. I'm worried about him if, uh, you know, if he's going to be durable enough. And knock on wood, he is. <laughs> Clearly, I hope that he is, but I would be concerned about that. And if medical comes into the mix, it's hard enough to thrive in the NFL at any position, especially cornerback. But then if the medical isn't right, you're really behind it. So I would I would select him as well. Those are good picks, man. Hate that you made us do that to these kids. <laughs> Shame on you. I'm just saying it's hard. It's it's easy to see all of these guys being studs. It's not as easy seeing them being busts. But there will be. There'll be a ton. There'll probably be close to double digit busts in the first round. It happens all the time. I think it's interesting also uh, the amount of players where their fifth-year option isn't picked up by the original team. Right. There are some guys, a good example, Corey Davis, wide receiver. He was with the Titans. The Titans didn't pick up his fifth-year option, but he wasn't a complete bust. He actually had a pretty good season last year, right around 1,000 receiving yards. Now he's with the Jets. So even some of those guys that don't get their – Fifth year exercised, they're not complete duds. But if you aren't exercising that fifth year, you're the original team, you're hoping for a lot better than you got. That's the best way I could put it. Hey, our draft coverage on Fox Sports Radio is all brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? More like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one of a kind financing program. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft. netsuite.com slash draft. All right, big man. My writing assignment. I will uh, read you my handiwork coming up next. You know, we'll give it, we'll do a grading system as well. We were just drafting or, or just doing our bus draft. It's a bit of a grading system. I want a harsh evaluation of the writing assignment you gave me, if I succeed or don't. That's coming up. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. I've got a stupid question for you, big man, but I'm curious what your answer is. I'm watching the Nuggets and Clippers right now. Early going. And it's cool. Their signs were getting beyond the pandemic. They're allowing a limited amount of fans into the game. And, you know, in the good seats, down low, a lot of empty seats because of social distancing, right? So it gets me thinking. If you could pick anywhere to sit, you just had your choice. Let's say that you have free reign or whatever. You're a friend or a family member of a player, and you, you can just go where you want. Where would you choose to go? You know, what side of the court, what row? If you had free reign, where would you go? Uh, I sit um, opposite across from the bench, from the player's bench. Okay. What row? Court side? Uh, Yes. What? Go yes. Side. Okay. So, like, opposite of where Jack Nicholson would sit. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the reasoning for this? I like to give the players their space, right? I don't like to be, mm-hmm. and I like to see them. I don't want to have to, you know, look down the line at them. I like to see the interactions and the things going on across. Makes sense. I would opt for the 
Nicholson seats. I would love to sit there. Do you want to talk to all the players and stuff? Nah, I wouldn't be that guy. I wouldn't be, uh, like, they're working. I'm yeah, not going to bother them. I don't necessarily I, want them to sweat on me when they're walking <laughs> off the court to either. Like, that's not that's not my thing. I don't know if they would be. They'd have to rub up against you to be sweating on you, you know? Or grab the towel, wipe their face, shake their head. Well, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I, I, yeah, I'm just, uh, they're not like a mermaid emerging from the sea and just like, you know, shaking their hair. I, I think you'd be okay. I'd go Nicholson seats one time. I'd love to hear the conversations on the bench. I wouldn't be heckler guy. It's a working environment. Have you ever been uh, courtside at a game? I have, yeah. There, actually, it's a funny story. So um, <laughs> this is way old school, but in South Bend, Indiana, there was a Notre Dame-Syracuse game. College oh, no, basketball. I'm talking about the pros. Uh, uh, college no, no, I haven't count. been courtside for a pro game. College doesn't count. Even if it's San Diego State? No, I mean, that's easy. I do that all the time. <laughs> no, I, I've i been close to courtside, but no, not courtside at an NBA game. You? You got an NBA courtside story? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I'd say courtside. Why, why are you getting, you know, you're a little bit bashful now. No, I'm not bashful, but I'm just saying, you got to know that I've set courtside in NBA oh. games, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta know that. I misread though, right? it. I yeah, misread you you did misread that. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were uh, zigging when you were zagging there. No, 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 no. You so know, what you, game you, was it? What, what was the best courtside experience you've had at an NBA game? Up uh, Lakers. But I used to sit courtside when I played in Denver all the time. I was courtside when Carmelo and LeBron played for the first time. Oh, that's cool. Any random story like Joel Embiid jumped over you or, no, I don't know, anything no, crazy? No, no, I used to sit courtside uh, in Houston all the time as well. I've sat courtside here in L.A. You know, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm just teasing. I'm just <laughs> Was there an I Eric kid, pass that you had to catch? No, Any- no, 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 no. Nothing wild. There's got you. No, man, I'm just sitting there with my popcorn like, and, and my, my drink and, and just watching the game. I love the game what i don't like are some of the people who sit courtside next to me because they can care less about the game yeah like i'm really watching the game like yeah for real like i'm really watching the game and they're on the phone they're taking the picture they're talking like i'm i'm in it especially if it's a laker game i get annoyed by that i get annoyed if it's a huge moment in the game Right, if you're on your phone in the first quarter, I don't love it, but I'm not going to lose my mind over that. If there's 30 seconds to go in game 6 of the Western Conference Finals or whatever, and you're just staring at your phone, I think you should automatically have to go to the cheap seats. It should be a <laughs> Let seat some kids, swap. Let's yes. kids come down here and enjoy the game. Yeah, you automatically you have to go to the cheap seats and someone from the cheap seats they sit courtside. We should have that implemented immediately. I was, I'll was i tell you this brief story. <laughs> I have to tell you because it was a, a Notre Dame-Syracuse game, and I was supposed to give updates for an ESPN show called Game Night. So way back in the day, Doug Gottlieb, this is the reason I bring it up, Doug Gottlieb was hosting that night. 
And so Notre Dame in college hoops, they're hosting Syracuse. Syracuse is really good at the time. It's a madhouse there. I can't hear anything. There's a little old school telephone, like the rotary phone or whatever. So I have it up to my ear, tightly pressed as much as I can to try to hear when the host says, and now in South Bend, Indiana, here's Brian Noah, or what, however they brought me in. And I'd give my brief update. I could barely hear, so that was my first update, and I did another update, and it was so awkward, man. Someone got hurt. It was a nasty fall, and you could hear a pin drop. No one is saying anything. And then the host is like, hey, in South Bend, here's Brian Noah with an update. <laughs> I'm just like, um... <laughs> So uh, Notre Dame leads 43 to 40. We have uh, 10 minutes and 15 seconds to go in the second half. Back to you. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I said, but it was so awkward. I felt like I shouldn't say a word, but I had to. So there you go. It's one of my, uh, I need to get courtside for an NBA game. That's on the to-do list. By the way, when I'm out in LA with you and all these fancy connections, when are we sitting courtside together, big man? Oh, That's the no, main no, question. No, no, no. I only will sit courtside with like fans, like true Laker fans. Hey, I can do my impression of a true. No, Laker no, no, fan. no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We, you don't get rewarded for that. <laughs> I see how it is. That's hey, what. That's way, how it is. I mean, that's that's just what it is. Uh, outrageous. The truth hurts. It's it's painful. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. You know what? That's a good segue too. Limitations apply? That doesn't apply to a friend of America navigating us through the sports radio waters, giving us the updates that we need. A proud man named Steve DeSager. We will have NFL items in a minute or two. Good stories there. And by the way, it should be down in writing what you said, that any fan that is that close to a game and not watching the game should have to go to the upper level. Right? If, if they're even allowed in the building at all. Yes, we, we, it's like a shot clock. We're going to give you 24 <laughs> seconds on the shot clock. If you haven't looked up from your phone at that in that amount of time, especially in a big pressure moment in the game, you got to go to the cheap seats. Sorry. It's what I hate about some people who are in the you know club suites and things like that that have no idea and honestly no interest really in what's going. Oh, and people who it. are real fans, I mean, they would – Pardon the expression, kill to be in a place like that and in a yeah. position. And, you know, I just, as a sports fan, it really bothers me. So I hope what you said goes in writing. By the way, I, I when I used to cover NBA, I covered a Clippers game where I was literally right behind the official score, uh, right behind that first row. And Joey Crawford was the referee. And so he would have his own odd, strange type of humor, never cracking a smile, but he would, you know, like foul was on number 45, so instead of holding up four fingers and five, you know, that would have been confusing. This particular foul was on a uniform number nine, so he just comes over toward the scorer's table and says, as if no one else can hear, look at me, look at me, number <laughs> nine, nine, 
I know there is no 45, and he turns around and continues the game. Or another time, the, there was a, you remember when Earl Boykins was in the league, this small guard, I looked oh, it up, yeah. listed at 5'5", 135. This is an NBA player. And so he's reporting in at the scorer's table to come in the game. And there's the essentially the ball boy, the guy that takes the warm-ups back to the, uh, back to the bench, standing next to him, ready for him to take off his warm-up jacket. Joey Crawford looks over for the substitution and says, which one of you is coming in? Oh, wow. Wow, really? That's funny. That was very, very good. That's pretty good. All right. We do have NBA to update with that blowout with Indiana. The final score, Pacers 152, Thunder 95 at Oklahoma City. The OKC has one win since March, 1-16. DeMantis Sabonis of the Pacers had a triple-double in the first half. In 30 minutes, he wound up with 26 points, 19 rebounds, and 14 assists. Minnesota's actually won four games in a row. They're going to overtime at home against the Pelicans, 123 all. We talked about this last weekend. Zion Williamson has 30 points, and the Pelicans still might be losing Ugh. at Minnesota. And if so, the Pels' record would be 28-36 and 36 this season. How does this happen? Late first quarter in L.A., Clippers 26-21 over Denver. And so far, it's the Raptors ahead at Utah late first quarter, 31-27. Earlier wins for Atlanta and Miami, wins for Golden State and Charlotte. Rookie LaMelo Ball returned, and after wrist surgery in March, his first game back, he had eight assists, five turnovers. NASCAR's next four Sunday races will be on FS1, including this weekend from Kansas, 3 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Tonight, FS1 had the Truck Series event from Kansas, won by Kyle Bush. The Kentucky Derby was taken by Medina Spirit by a half length. In Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals, tacking on some runs late, wind up with a victory over the Pittsburgh Pirates, 12-5. The Rangers held on to beat the Red Sox, 8-6. Dodgers at Brewers still tied 2-2 in the top of the ninth. And the Angels' Mike Trout had a first-inning homer. It's now Halos 10-1 at Seattle in the bottom of the force. Jared Walsh of the Angels had two homers in the first two innings. George Springer, now hitting for the Toronto Blue Jays, has homered twice tonight. To the ninth, Blue Jays tied with Atlanta 5-5. Mets got a homer in the ninth from Michael Conforto to win 5-4 at Philadelphia. Baltimore and Matt Harvey won 8-4 at Oakland. And the Yankees beat Detroit 6-4, the Tigers' record 8-20. And guys, we do have NFL news. As the draft is concluded today, Notre Dame quarterback Ian Book was taken fourth round by the Saints. Sam Ellinger, Texas quarterback, was taken sixth round by the Colts. And undrafted SMU quarterback Shane Bouchelle has signed with Kansas City, reportedly. Atlanta signed undrafted QB Felipe Franks, who wound up finishing his college career with Arkansas. There was the only kicker taken, selected today in the fifth round, Florida's Evan McPherson to the Bengals. And Cincinnati has signed undrafted Ohio State punter Drew Chrisman and also signed Kansas running back Puka Williams. He goes to the Bengals, who also signed South Carolina quarterback Colin Hill and Alabama linebacker Dylan Moses reportedly to Jacksonville as an unsigned free agent back to you thank you Steve I'm Brian though he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio for hot water that never runs out go tankless with Navian Navian tankless water heaters provide endless hot water for spa-like comfort visit tanklessmadesimple.com and save hundreds with local rebate rebates tankless made simple Dot com. All right, big man. It is that time. You gave me a writing assignment. And it was simple. You gave me a subject and a blank canvas. 
The subject is dating during a pandemic. Now, for context, for the uh, people hashtag supporting the show, I am divorced, fortunately. But that plays into what I'm describing here, big man. Okay. Okay? All right? All right. So I put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, a couple of lines here. Here we go. Dating during a pandemic. It's hard not to dwell on what was looking back instead of ahead. I used to dine at restaurants. I used to attend concerts. I used to enjoy live sporting events. I used to enjoy the company of a loved one. But I do became what once was. Unaccompanied. Alive yet feeling dead. My life stands still while time marches on. There is hope. Light at the end of a pandemic tunnel. But there is also a new reality. There is no vaccine for loneliness. That, that's why I thought we'd just segue into Raining Blood from Slayer right there. You know, like, that's kind of like the period on the whole paragraph. What do you think about that, big man? How would you rate that, that performance or that writing by me? That was beautiful. Yeah? That was beautiful. Thank you. Appreciate that. Very nice of you. Finally chipped away on some of that ice on that heart there. <laughs> really? What, you... Do I, am I a critical guy on the show? How yeah. would you describe me, big man? Uh, well, you know, how would you describe yourself is the question. I would describe myself as an ally of the truth. Well, that's not what it depends on whose truth. The truth as I see it. Exactly. So every now and then it can, exactly. which is, it can come across which as is me very being critical. Sub- subjective. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm like, hey, this team hasn't played anybody. I'm looking at the future, what that means in terms of how good of a team they are, that type of thing. So I can come across as critical or a hater, but uh, no, I think I'm just giving you the truth as I see it. That's all. I'll tell you that uh, I was, I'm impressed. Um, it's well done. Well, thank you. Well done. What grade do I get? That's the true question. Uh, I'll give you a, uh, an A. Oh, wow. Okay. You get an A. Very nice. It's an interesting subject chosen by you, dating during a pandemic. Yeah. Why did that come to mind? Well, I figured you'd have some thoughts. You're <laughs> you're on the open market. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Man, I'll tell you what, this is a bad time to date. Really bad time. That's why I gave you the assignment. <laughs> I wanted to know what your thoughts were on that. Yeah. Well, let the record show. The first item on the to-do list has been scratched off. <laughs> now there are a few nice. other things. Get a vaccine. Got to do that. Um, get vaccinated. Pay up the candy bar bet. Can we move the candy bar up to two? And Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because you you getting va- vaccinated doesn't affect me, but the candy bars do. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, okay. I'll locate, what is it again? Cookies and cream and also pretzel flavored? You know what? Just two right Twixes and a cookies and cream. Okay? Don't even worry about the pretzel. I I feel like I got to find the pretzel. No. 
No, we'll be here for a whole nother year. <laughs> okay. I, I will uh I will locate that stuff this week. That'll happen. Okay, coming up next, we close it down in style. Some funny things that happened during the draft. And also a uh a possibility in the not too distant future. Are you a fan of this system? We'll get to that as well. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No. He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Top of the hour, Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres. Lots of NFL draft coverage and beyond. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Before we hear from our trusted producer, Lee Robert Delap the Fourth, because we've been talking about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. He's a huge Packers fan. We gotta give him a little bit of airtime on this, right? Of course. Yeah. Before we do that, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. The powers that be in college football, they're kicking around this idea of maybe a 12-team playoff. What are your thoughts on that? You open to a 12-team playoff? No. That's too big. Too much, right? Too much. What would be your ideal playoff format? Eight. I agree. Give me eight all day. Yeah, it's not 12. I mean, that's teams outside of the top 10. Is this a way? You know, sometimes they'll throw things out there. And uh, is this a way to ease us into eight if they start discussing 12? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, you think there's something to that? Yeah. Might be. Might be. Okay, now, as we said, um, Lee Robert DeLapp IV, our trusted producer, huge Packers fan, Aaron Rodgers says, I don't want to play for you guys anymore. And he also says, I don't want Goody as the GM. So all of these things, many different angles, many different subjects underneath. What stands out to you, Lee Robert DeLapp? the fourth as a Packers fan what are your thoughts on this whole thing well uh I'm I'm more hopeful now with the new reports that he wants Goody out of there mm-hmm. I think if that if that's really just the answer if it's just between him and uh and Goody that's that's definitely solvable it's good to hear that he's probably in on good terms with Matt LaFleur who apparently they also reported was not in the know on the Jordan Love draft until that had happened so it seems on the field it's looking good and then um you know seeing him today at uh, Kentucky Derby with uh, Bakhtiari, Randall Cobb, AJ Hawk, a couple, you know, former Packers, obviously, makes me, again, hopeful. And then, you know, the drafting of Amari Rogers, uh, a guy who was actually mentored by Randall Cobb. Uh, I don't know. I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel and it seems positive for me. If, he, if he's gone, then uh, that's, you know, we, we all know what's going on there. The, the boo hoo. So I don't know. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I feel hopeful. I think, you know, a lot of these reports, you get the agent side, you get the team side. Uh, he says today that he was uh, upset that this news had come out, but obviously he was the one that leaked it. So who knows what where his head really is, if he's really done or if this is all just a ploy. Right. That makes sense. If I were a Packers fan, I would probably think the same way about the report if, uh, you know, pa- Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play while Gouda Kunst is the GM. If he just wanted it out altogether, then he wouldn't care who the GM is, you know? 
So it sounds like he just doesn't want to be there while he's there. So I agree with that, Ephraim. Well, yeah, I'd you, be you, more hopeful as a Packers fan. Yeah, I mean, you got to hold on to what little hope you can because, I mean, the alternative is, is, is would be yeah. awful. Can you imagine if they not only drafted Jordan Love, but they doubled down with Goody, knowing they might be able to keep Aaron Rodgers oh. if they just fired yeah. Gutekunst? Mm. You got to fire that guy. If that's what it takes, he's got to go. Got to go. That's a no-brainer. Guy's been there for 25 years, started out as, a, as an intern for the scouting department. Worked his yeah. way up. Well, there'll me, be other jobs. Me or him. <laughs> right. That's that's the, that's got to be the sentiment. What, yeah. What's Mike Holmgren doing these days? <laughs> Fishing. <laughs> yeah, right. Bring that guy back, man. Loved Holmgren. By the way, there's some funny things from the draft, big man. So this is Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens quarterback. Sounding like... Every fan who isn't familiar with the player their team just drafted, right? So here's Lamar. He was on a live stream when the Ravens drafted wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Here's Lamar Jackson. Bateman from Minnesota. We got who? Bateman from Minnesota. Who? Rashad Bateman, the receiver from Minnesota. Let me see. I got to see his highlights. I got to see by him. <laughs> okay, so I have no idea that. I don't know. I'm not sure. He saw one highlight. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this guy, he's a beast. Love this guy. <laughs> I, that's what every fan does. You know, so he's one of the people. I love that. Very relatable. He said, who? 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 It's <laughs> my favorite who? part of the whole thing. Who? <laughs> who? Bateman. We got Bateman. Jason Bateman? Who? Yeah. Who is it? Jason Bateman from Ozark? Yeah. Are you a fan of that? Of course. Where does Ozark rank on your list of shows? It's pretty high. It's a pretty good show. Mm -hmm. I'm almost done. I've got maybe, I don't know, three more episodes. Are you a fan of it? I am. It's very good. I'm a fan of I'm a Jason Bateman fan. Yeah, I am too. <clears throat> a little darker. A little darker. Oh, but it's I like definitely that. dark. Yeah. Is it officially greenlit for the new season? I'm sure it is. They keep talking about they it. They keep on talking about canceling it. No, they're not going to cancel it. No, that's, that's crazy. We crazy time. Crazy yeah. talk. I like this also. So this is Cameron Jordan, defensive end for the Saints. So he's doing some draft coverage with Bleacher Report. And Kyle Pitts was just drafted by the Falcons. So it's the same division. Of course, they're going to get Cam Jordan's thoughts on it. This is <laughs> partially what he said about Kyle Pitts. He's a little light and has to be a tight end. But when you think about, you know, what he's doing uh, as a receiver type, I mean, he's doing everything. I just love the first part of it. And he was very complimentary. He's like, this dude is a stud. He said some very positive things about Kyle Pitts. But he just kind of snuck that in. You might not have even heard it if you weren't paying close attention. He's a little light and has to be a tight end. Yeah. He won't, be, he won't be doing too much blocking. I can promise you that. That's right. He'll be more of a Jimmy Graham. Split him out. They used to do that with Gronk. Remember when Gronk caught the touchdown in the Super Bowl? Yep. Against the Seahawks? I, I think it was against K.J. Wright. Pretty sure it was. They just split him out, let him do his thing. A little go route. <laughs> With a guy at that size moving that quickly, that Man, is a problem. Oof. 
serious problem. Mm. I also like this. I thought this was really cool during the draft. So, Quiddy Pay. He was drafted 21st overall by the Colts. Colts, yep. And he was being interviewed on ABC after getting drafted. Here's how that went down. What does it change for the prospect for your life and your family's life? Uh, for my family, uh, she's done working. She's retired. Uh, <laughs> it was really cool. Like He had his arm around his mom. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to worry about working anymore. That's awesome. Man, you, you wonder why these uh, some of the draft picks are so emotional. Just think about yeah, that. Think about everything having, has changed. Yeah, the ability to have your mom retire because you just got drafted, that's huge. All the hard work you put in. I love it. I love draft day so much. Especially the first round where the money is. Right? <laughs> you know? Now, you yeah. fourth round. Mama still got to work a couple more years. <laughs> Mama, you don't have to drive me to practice, but it's not time keep, for retirement. Keep just the yet. job. Yeah. Good hanging with you, big man. Fun evening as always. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.